0: Join us at your own university. Like, subscribe, and turn on those notifications. You're not going to want to miss a bit of this. We're here. We're here.
1: Cool. All right. Well, welcome back to the next podcast. Podcast eight, Lisha tells me. I've lost count myself. Um, love number eight, thinking of numerology, number of success. Numerology is an offshoot of, or like a sub- set of uh astrology vedic astrology as is palmistry by the way um and speaking good. of such things <laughs> speaking of such things um we're going to try to start talking about dualism uh, rather non-dualism today so not dualism which is everywhere and of course we will talk about it in reference to non-dualism but non-dualism is the topic today it's a biggie let's see what happens i'm going to just <laughs> i'm going to just go ahead here and uh Start by reading a couple of definitions. Just looked up looked up on uh, Google. I looked them up on Google. So uh, one of them here is from Taoism, which I'm fond of. Um, I uh, spent a bit of time with a teacher I love named Lu Ming. Uh, Charles Bellier was his given name. He wrote uh, the Tao. Oh no, I'm forgetting the name. I'll have to get back to you on the name of that book. Um, but it's phenomenal. It uh, it goes through the different stages or uh, aspects, I'd like to say, of consciousness. <clears throat> and I would bet you it's a non dualist uh, tool. So let me read a couple of these definitions and we can go back to what some of the things are involved in uh, dualism rather, non dualism. So funny, I keep saying dualism. Hmm.
0: Maybe we'll talk about both.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, dualism is like what's going on everywhere. So here we go. Here's non-du- non-duality. Taoism, to start with, Taoism is the concept of non-duality. Tao is one unified whole that originates all the elements of the universe. Through the lens of Tao, Ant- antinami, I don't even know what that word is. Maybe it's anatomy, of good and evil disappears since good and evil are relative. They define each other and make no sense without each other. So... That's the Taoist simple definition. I'm gonna get into the uh, the Indian version. And these are both Eastern traditions and generally have kind of kept the thread going a bit more. Their uh, teacher, I've had a friend and teacher um, that around the time of zero bc or give or take 500 years because also when you're looking at eastern philosophy time is not just year by year it's like you know give or take 500 is not that much (laughs) in this view um he was telling me that uh in his research his understanding the whole world thought this way the world was smaller i mean there were fewer people was the idea far fewer um and there wasn't like a difference in terms of how east and west thought but as time went on things changed Uh, the idea is that the western uh, view which obviously is amazing in so many ways kind of actually left out like a piece was got lost along the way which led us to have our very dualistic um, viewpoint including the sister religions of uh, judaism christianity and islam which are all dualistic uh, religions now there are the mystical aspects of those which aren't and we'll get back to that Um, but without further ado i'll read the indian definition here it's from wikipedia and here we go non-dualism in spirituality non-dualism also called non-duality means not two or one undivided without a second non-dualism primarily refers to a mature state of consciousness in which the dichotomy of i other is and it's in quotes transcended and awareness is described as centerless and without dichotomies Although the state of consciousness may seem to appear spontaneous it usually follows prolonged preparation through aesthetic or uh, aesthetic or meditative slash contemplative practice, which may include ethical injunctions. While the term non-dualism is derived from meditative contemplative practice, excuse me, while the term non-dualism is derived from Advaita Vedanta, descriptions of non-dual consciousness can be found within Hinduism. Words like Tariya, Sahaja, Buddhism also, and, and there, they refer to emptiness. Um, Parnashpana or Panna, nature of mind, Rigpa, that I've heard of, that must be Tibetan, I guess. Uh, Sufism, so here we are. <coughs> Sufism is the mystical school of Islam. Yeah, so here we're already, I was saying that, you know the sister religions are dualistic, which they are in those forms, but each of them has their mystical aspect which as we're reading here, if we're going to go by Wikipedia, which I this I would um, shows that it's it's non-dualism. So I'll just name those. The Kabbalah, which many have heard of, like Madonna was studying that for a while and some other actors or uh, artists rather popular. Sorry
0: I said it got popular.
1: Exactly and re- that's just the mystical Judaism so that's the non-dualistic Judaism I, I would imagine because and in Christianity it's still referred to as mystical, or rather Christian mysticism, right? Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Uh,
1: but that's non-dual within this. And then Sufism is, which Rumi was known for. Um, that's the mystical Islam version. So, um, and it goes on and on, but um, I'll just mention, I'll just touch on a few uh, terms that go along with this. So, um. I'm just looking at Wikipedia here. So yeah, it's associated with classical Advaita Vedanta, which is obviously very Eastern Indian. Shaivism, Tantra, Nath. So Kashmir Shaivism, and that's what I studied more intensely than the rest. Um, There's a term actually right here, I'm looking at the right side of Wikipedia. Kashmir Shaivism, and it gives this term, um, which is such an awesome term and it it's if i can do my best to translate it is something like living um it's both living viscerally it's like when everything comes together as it should so kind of referring back to the koshas and when you're when you have everything in equilibrium, all these aspects of yourself, then there's like a flow happening where you're both conscious and yet you're completely active. So, you know, these things can be separate. One can just be a total thinker and just philosophizing about something mm-hmm. um, or like there's academia and one can be just a complete doer, right? Or just completely in action and proctinabhijnia prajna, um, is the confluence of those. And that is the state, according to the as I understand it, Kashmir Shaivism is pointing to that's that's the sweet spot. That's where to be. Right,
0: that's where we want to be, right? Exactly. Exactly. All of this is bringing up something that just happened in my life.
1: That okay. Cool. Let's hear about it.
0: Might be kind of controversial, actually, <laughs> but maybe not.
1: I think we're probably already getting into controversial stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, and,
0: and it also separates it from um, from the religious aspect, because. There's a unification, like John 17 in Christianity is like, we are all one, like Jesus is just praying, right? And and basically the prayer is like, help them realize that I'm one with you, you are one with me and we are all one, like cut and dry, that's what it says. And um, it's one of my favorite passages because it is this non-dualism. I mean, right there, it just says it like, boom. But then like, I just had um, this, this woman in my life who, who I agreed to bring on my platform who didn't show up and she messaged me and she was like, she was like, Oh, well, you know, I just don't live in the 3d world. I'm just 5d. Oh, I'm all (laughs) universal. I'm all non-dualism, right? It's all one. And I'm like, well, if it's all one, why'd you treat me like shit? (laughs) right? Why do you disrespect me? If you're so hyper spiritual, because this is like the spiritual community, right? We're not religious. You're not following Eastern or Western religion, but there's this like, we're all one. And since we're all one, I can just go with the flow and I can treat you like poop, right? I don't have to have respect for what's happening in this world and in this body. And I can pretend like I don't live in this body and I don't have to conform to the rules of this world because of non-dualism or the idea uh, of yeah.
1: non-dualism, which, is, which misplaced. is
0: totally totally misplaced yeah. because if i believe for me anyway how i understood it and this is what i wrote back to her i was like if i i'm living in non-dualism right if i am living in this aspect of realizing that i am me but i'm also you right and that we are we and that we are a part of this greater cosmos is, you can see it as multiple cells in the same body, right? I like that. Um, I really love that too. Uh, then I'm gonna treat you like I wanna be treated, right? It's just, uh, yeah. it's a commandment, right? Treat your neighbor as you wanna be treated, um, golden rule. But I'm gonna treat you like, I'm gonna take you seriously. If you, if you put me on a platform, if you shine my light i'm i'm gonna show up no matter what i'm gonna be there i'm gonna communicate right i'm definitely not gonna ghost you and and i'm gonna see that as our unification that's 5d to me that's that's non-duality for me that's like seeing treating the other person as i'd want to be treated right not being like So supernatural that I don't even live in the confronts of the world and what you think and who you are don't matter because if you're born and you're in body guys, like there's an aspect of you that that's human. (laughs) I don't care what religion you are, what color you are, what sex you are, what your sexual preference is, how super spiritual you are, like Amici and the Buddha and Jesus and, and every, none of them have ever said, I am no longer human.
1: Right. Right.
0: Just reading the book. Um, my aunt sent it to me. I'm not really reading it. I peeked
1: into (laughs) it. I will read it after my,
0: (laughs) but it's, um, joy. And it's the Dalai Lama and somebody else. I don't even know who it is, but I've seen his face so long. I'm talking about joy and happiness and, um, and you know, I've read a lot from the Dalai Lama and a lot from um, Pope John, the different popes, and none of them act like they're not human, right? It's like the more spiritually recognized somebody is, the more human they become, or at least for the saints, St. Teresa's, all of them, Um, St. Augustine, I was obsessed with for many, many years. like they're not their spiritualism doesn't make them above and outside of the constraints of this world it just helps them to live as one with them in that which non-duality is yeah. which is the point right anyway mm-hmm. that's
1: yeah because if you're totally uh, if you're thinking that you're you know living outside this or i'm better than that 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 inherent. In already is the uh appearance of dualism actually it's right. so uh, i know nlp it, yeah exactly exactly when you're even referring to the separation and then if you get hardcore about it like with the buddhist practices etc if you're thinking that you are all you are in dualism you know um mm-hmm. and i don't know much what to say about the next thing but but uh, something that's cool about dualism i think is that it includes non-dualism as well
0: it has to have that recognition right of
1: course otherwise it wouldn't be non-duality
0: yeah and then i mean in this reality like there is a separation between you and i one you look completely different than me (laughs) two we have two bodies and even if our bodies came together we'd still have two bodies and two different understandings and two different experiences and all of that said We are the exact same energy. The cosmos is still in every single one of my cells and every single one of your cells, and science is proving it.
1: Well, we're we're definitely from stardust. I mean, we didn't come separately from all the planets and the sun and all that. So,
0: right. um, Like, we, we are all one. So, yeah, treating each other with that respect this is really important. There's a saying that says uh, somebody, I don't know where it came from. It was all over the internet. And it was like, I love my parents or I love how my dad taught me to treat the trash man the same as I do the executive. I don't know if it was from a movie or something like that. Or the homeless man or woman. The timeless theme. Yeah. The same as it, right. And, and that's non-dualism. When you do that, like that is, A kind of 3D aspect of non-dualism yeah I think yeah I I, I would
1: think I would think so also it reminds me of of something I heard about Mother Teresa and by the way when you said Saint Teresa were you referring to Mother Teresa or are those separate
0: oh there's so many oh okay (laughs) so Saint Teresa of Avalon Mother Teresa yeah okay um, I think, well, Mother Teresa is just, she was mother before she was saint. So she has been sainted now.
1: Oh, has she? Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, I, I believe so, like two years ago or three years ago. Um, but okay. St. Teresa of Avila, St. Teresa, the little flower, like there's so many St. Teresa's. I love them all. I love you all. Nice. They're all and Avila is a cool I town.
1: All.
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know so, who the current St. Teresa is, but she's alive somewhere.
1: Nice.
0: <laughs> In nunnery. Whoop, whoop.
1: Um, <laughs> Well, Mother, I was—I heard something about Mother Teresa um, that, you know, when someone like asked her or said something about, oh, you're such a saint or what, something, some big praise, right? She would just, she'd explain like, this is my practice, actually. This is, this is not necessarily easy for me either, but this is my practice. And yeah. I, I would, you know, so what does that mean? It's one could surmise that it would be her practice about, of being whole, of being Fully human of giving to the larger population that she's a part of, you know, the world and the world. So,
0: and she viewed people in that non-dualism, right, by being able to treat so much of the sick and um, truly, truly needy.
1: Yeah. In the world, she must. She, she seems so courageous. I mean, I, I feel so small even just thinking about, for the moment, trying to picture myself doing a lot of what she did. I mean, that's just but you know that's the practice like even if it's little bitty steps toward that embrace i mean i know i'm certainly after harmony one could go the opposite direction and work on you know separation and and uh destruction and all of that which is also what's interesting in non-duality is you know and i don't know that much about hinduism but there are the three versions of things there's always the creation the this would be a I don't they wouldn't use this word but like the sustenance and the destruction i mean these three are always aspects of things so you know you could focus on one or the other but um but if you are or as you are you would be i guess in a dualistic channel at least for, for a time you know mm-hmm. at some point
0: because you'd be focusing on the separation and and i think We're that, we all, instead
1: of the that. Other. Yeah.
0: we all do that when when we separate ourselves from from one another when we realize that they're separation from one another. I think that both are really important now that we're talking about it because finding that balance. Mm-hmm. Right? And Mother Teresa probably had to find it too, where you know, and where there's an acknowledgement that we're all one, that we're all valuable, that our time, my time and your time is the same time, right? Um, the power of our word, all, all of these things that there is a separation that needs to be honored and honored all while realizing how you treat one person or one thing is, is effective of the whole. And that we live in this holographic kind of reality where we all interplay with one another and teach one another and are like, you call in the people that you need or the experiences you need in order to elevate your soul and your your path and create your desires and they can look all different ways. I mean, there's so much to the non-duality of how the universe works and even quantum physics and what's being proven today with just molecules and everything. And then at the same time, We have these bodies we have separate houses we have separate cars we have separate missions we have separate ideas we have separate viewpoints we like there's so much separation so when we deem one bad and the other right or one higher and the other lower that itself is dualism dualism
1: and i take it a step further and say that that would probably create some sort of attention like if you consider one better than the other, that inevitably or inherently or innately will create a tension inside of yourself that will not feel fully satisfying, at least not over time. Yeah. You know, because you're actually at that point, you are becoming dualistic, which isn't actually completely accurate to the human condition or the condition, the sentient, you know, conscious condition. uh, And so in a way, that's a beautiful thing to think about. And that is, that does put the universe in a benign light that it's like this is a benign you know this this is everything interacting as it's meant to whatnot and the moment you kind of try to move away from that all uh, at least in time it will create tension and then of course there's this idea if you look at some of these like samkhya philosophy and the koshas by the way are part of the non-du- non-dualistic viewpoint um <clears throat> there are maps of the universe and time is just a part of things and you can actually go beyond time. So in some ways, thank goodness, we have time because we can't all just help one another all the time. Like we got to be able to, in our everyday lives, uh, take care of ourselves. And it's really does seem to be the case that if you can't, you can only take care of others so much as you can take care of yourself, at least in time, like maybe on a day you could or whatever, but like you'll just, it won't work for very long well you
0: burn out that's how disease is created yeah and and we do have an effect on one another i've really tried to live as if of trying to get to this place where nobody has an effect on me <laughs> and the more yeah. and you know my circumstances don't have an effect on me and everything yeah. um and yes there's brilliance in that aspect but the most important thing i've learned from that is it just causes pain <laughs> well there's a
1: difference between trying to take yourself away from pain that you might feel and then the more relaxed open allowing of that sensation or that experience of pain while also staying conscious which would be moving back toward the universe new non-duality the way of things yeah and that's yeah. i think a translation for the for Taoism is the way so it's just like get with the way and same for sufism i think. some yeah
0: and and i am the light the way and the you know like it is you know follow the light be in the way but i think that the for me i'm just having this aha moment as you're talking and i'm like okay so how do we make peace and maybe that can be for a greater conversation that we have ongoing in in this film of duality and how how it relates to um our physical bodies, our mental bodies, our, our six personal power zones, our emotional bodies, our relationships. I think we could really, you know, have six more episodes on this. Less. Um, because there's there is a separation and we have to acknowledge it. We have to accept it. Cause when we don't accept something, it causes chaos. When we try to control it or pretend like it's not a way, like this woman did, right? She just, which is does oh, like, it was just a little mistake, right? And I'm like, yeah, a little mistake that I put my whole reputation, my business on the line, for. <laughs> like, that's not a little mistake to me, like, that's, like, not nice. A little mistake would be, like, I'm throwing a party and you didn't get to come, right? And I'd be like, oh, no problem, who friggin' cares, right? I'm not standing for anything, it's not centered around you, like, I was, pu- like, throwing a party for somebody else and then them not showing up to their own party. Right. Is, is not non-dualistic. It's not super spiritual. It's not kind in my right. opinion, I right. show up to your own damn party, especially your own damn party. Um, so to sugarcoat this and like use non-dualistic understanding as this like way to spiritually bypass um, and be better than and hold captive people that are, that you're viewing as less than because they're not seeing everything is all one, right? They're seeing the individual still that is just as harmful as people that just think about themselves it's actually just the same right it's pretty selfish because you're just thinking about yourself it is actually 3d living (laughs) it's totally 3d being duality and 5d being the cosmic spiritual term at the current moment for all one
1: okay and um so it means non-duality i guess yeah Okay. So non-duality
0: um, being 5D or more non-duality.
1: What's 4D then, so, um, in between, anyway?
0: 4D is like that in between, yeah. Okay. It's like um, mental, spiritual energy. It's like between death, right? It's like higher consciousness still, but it's not um, telepathy and instant manifestations and living heart-centered, right? It's still, it's still some logic from what I understand. And everybody has a different definition. So I'm just kind of listening to everybody's definition of, of the different elements and being like, okay, okay. Okay. That goes together. I'm still, I don't have my own definition and I don't have it pulled up, but there's a selfishness to, to either, or if you feel like, um, it's the only way. Right. And, and that selfishness, I think creates the duality, right? Whether you're too good to play in this world because you're so hyper-spiritual and amazing, or you're only playing in this world and it's all about money and getting things done and, you know, whatever that looks like. Um, You're not thinking about somebody else either way is is separation either way is not the point. I think the point for me anyway, that I'm hearing that the aha was, is like, Oh, we got to know both. Like, how do we dance? How do we dance remembering that we are all one, that how I treat you is how I treat me That how I treat me is so important to have the energy to give to you that we are in a world of service. So it's really not about me. It's about service and you, and that's going to fill me up the most, right? And then we have all the religious aspects to the Eastern and the Western dance between duality and and non-duality. So how can we all be one and at the same time honor our individuality? that's my ultimate question
1: i have no idea i don't know either but it reminds me of a quote uh, from uh either yogananda or one of his disciples the one who started expanding light in the uh california uh nevada foothills uh, no nevada in near nevada city Mm -hmm. um so it's uh it's center everywhere circumference nowhere that's i love it and (laughs) Center, Center everywhere, circumference, nowhere. Center, everywhere, circumference, nowhere.
0: Wow, I can feel that, like right in the center of my heart. I totally can feel that. And of course, I love Yogananda.
1: (laughs) Yes, and uh, part of that conversation uh, included an explanation of how Yogananda could like, for lack of a better way to put it, keep track of people, because he'd like visit a variety of people and people would have all sorts of dream experiences with him or sightings and after he was dead and or while he was,
0: while he was alive too. It's amazing. I have Uh, extensively studied his second coming of Christ books and he, oh my gosh, the way that that man.
1: Yeah. Masterfully.
0: I mean, just like Christ, I mean, just miraculously managed being human and and the universal energies is incredible (laughs) anyway
1: well and as it relates to that quote the idea was like how does he keep track of everyone and it's that he he spreads out like his consciousness expands it it fills its center everywhere but it it starts to uh, embody or envision or be with consciously the more of the space that we're all sharing within which we're all one you know, and so he was kind of just there's he's just in more places, you know, like we're our consciousness is in more individually oriented. So we're kind of confined to this. So we mm-hmm. can't really visit this and this and this and this. But he just like spreading out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he was able to do that. And just I'm to watch- ground. So, oh,
0: oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm watching um, Dr. Joe Dispenza's I'm um, rewired, which is a ton of information. I already know. But he talks about that um being in that being nowhere being centered and then getting in a place where you you're centered nowhere
1: yeah center everywhere circumference nowhere
0: yeah yeah so that makes total sense but like they're proving how we do it and how on a molecular level we do it um and our consciousness can do it to heal you know our bodies to heal our minds, to heal our lives, to create our lives, to live from this place of creation, consciousness from nowhere. So I, I love it.
1: That's awesome. And just to ground this, uh, I'm going to give a little pitch to Steve Jobs apparently gave out Yogananda's Autobiography of a Yogi at his funeral. So that was his mandate for his funeral. And so it's interesting. If you look up on Google, you can see like famous people who believe in Yogananda or whatever. So that's just an interesting reference that I think brings together what yeah. seems to be the very uh, material um, mm-hmm. and the completely spiritual, right? So here's Steve Jobs saying, do Yogananda. <laughs> cool. That is
0: so cool. That is so cool. So I think that we should just continue this conversation um, and, and maybe break it down in different aspects and how we how we all can just live more from this place of non-duality while really honoring and utilizing the um responsibility is what i'm coming and respect for self in duality because we live in a dualistic concrete earth yet we are totally non-dualistic beings as human beings i believe
1: And we all are, we are all here together. So, you know, Uh case in point that we are sharing the space. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, let's keep talking about it.
0: If you like this, leave a comment, let us know that you like it. That's something you want to have a discussion about. We'd love to have the discussion with you. We'll reply to your comments if you leave them and uh, it gives us fuel to keep going or we'll just keep going because, you know, it's a new podcast and it's fun to just keep going and talk about things that light us up. Um yeah, actually I love this topic. Thank you for cool. bringing it to the table. That was pretty yeah, fun.
1: It's here and all around us, so I'm glad we could uh, put our attention on it.
0: Yes yeah <laughs> yes, yes. All right, so you guys at own University we have another fantastic podcast or masterclass coming up March 13th, 2021. So if you're listening to this after that, you'll have to join in the membership because his class will be in his classroom. This is Rick about um, marketing. He's from one-to-one marketing and he's gonna be talking and teaching about you as your brand. Nice. And uh, I think it's gonna be really wonderful. So visit yourownuniversity.com, click on um, anything. And once you register, you will get the link to join us for pre for that masterclass. And also a special invitation to get a sweet deal on your monthly membership if you want to access all of our masterclasses and our masterminds and fun stuff that Gems and I do, does.
1: (laughs) Duh, we do it. what's Duh, we do it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next time, folks.
0: Bye.